So in the spirit of foundations being another word for miscellaneous, I'm going to push back on one of the common foundational ideas we have in kind of the usable security community. So when I was traveling here in Detroit, I saw this sign on one of the very large TVs in the Detroit airport. Uh, if you see something, say something. This is a very common security uh, technique of trying to get regular people to help out with their security. And uh, Bruce has a very common, well-known quote about this. If you ask amateurs to act as frontline security personnel, you shouldn't be surprised when you get amateur security. This is a very common idea. Um, Bruce has been arguing this for years now. Um, a lot of people actually do really buy into this, and, I, and in general, I do too. One of the things that's really interesting is, in the, especially around technology, I'm really interested in how do we take these ideas and build new, use them to build new technologies. Lori Craner kind of did a really good job summarizing one of the major ideas around this, which is whenever possible, secure system designers should always find ways of keeping humans out of the loop. This is the idea of automating as much as possible. We've talked about this a number of times throughout the sessions here, to, uh, yesterday and today. We want to try to, if we can make, if we know what the decision should be, let's make it for, the, for users so they don't have to make it themselves. Um, if, to the extent that we can automate it, this is a good thing. So what I want to do is I want to push back on that idea a little bit today and kind of talk about the relationship between this amateur idea of amateur security and this idea of keeping the human out of the loop and making, making it so that we don't actually have to uh, have them make decisions. And to do this, I've been actually studying uh, software updates, hence the comic in the beginning. So software updates, when your computer pops up and says, please install this update. Uh, usually, many of them are new features. Some of them are actually security patches that are one of the best ways to protect your computer. So software updates have a very strong relationship to security. They're one of the best ways you can protect your computer. They also, it turns out, are a great example of this keeping the human out of the loop. So if you look at the history of Microsoft Windows Update, over time it has slowly progressed. Every new version has moved it farther and farther down the keep the human out of the loop idea. Uh, and this has actually been highly effective. Uh, by the time after Windows XP SP2 came out, compliance rates on software updates were above 95%. Uh, back in Windows 95 era, they were in the four or 5% range. So keeping the human out of the loop has actually been very effective at increasing security in Windows Update. So to study this, I brought a bunch of people, I brought 37 people into my lab, and I did two things. I, first thing I did was I interviewed them. I do a lot of work trying to understand how people think about security. So I interviewed them to try to understand what, what do they think software updates are, what do they think they're for, what do they think is going on on their computer, and, why, and what do they want to happen. And then I actually plugged a script into their computer and collected log data about what's actually going on in the computer, what actually happened. And this was really interesting to compare. So one of the things I found is that most people had no idea what was going on in the computer. And this is, in general, not, not all that surprising. About two-thirds of our subjects, really, they, they had complete big-time misunderstandings of what was going on. Some people thought their software, their automatic updates were on when they were really off. We had some people who were exact opposite. People didn't understand whether they were being downloaded or installed. There was a lot of difficulty in understanding what was going on in the computer. 
We also asked them what they wanted to be happening. So we asked, this, we asked all of the people, do you want to be having your updates installed or not? And it turns out what was going on on the computer also frequently didn't match up with what they wanted to happen on their computer. So a lot of times people would say, I, I want updates to be installed right away, I want to protect myself. And it turns out they have software updates turned off, which is not the default setting. And going through this, actually about two-thirds of the people had software updates, had, their, had these intentions that didn't match up with what was going on in the computer, and about half the time it actually led the computer to being less secure than what people wanted. So people were trying to be more secure and failing at it. And the more I talked to people about this, and the more I tried to understand what, what is the source? Why, are, why is it so hard to understand something as simple as you push a button, you get a new version? Why is this so difficult? One of the things I realized that practice makes perfect. That the ability to actually go through and make these decisions on a regular basis is one of the ways that people learn about security, is having to actually do security themselves. But the interesting thing is, this principle that we have in the security community of removing the human from the loop actually makes practice hard. So the more you remove people from the loop, the more you remove opportunities to practice. So it's like trying, if you're trying to learn the piano, you don't start with Beethoven, you start with chopsticks. You start with something really easy and work your way up. In security, we're removing all of the easy things. And if I go back to Lori's quake, Lori's quote, whenever possible, secure system designers should remove the human from the loop. This whenever possible is usually the easy cases. So if we go back to one of the discussions earlier uh, yesterday, there was a discussion about uh, SSL warnings. And the easy cases, when the warning is good, and, and whether we don't need a warning because the SSL certificate is good, or the SSL certificate is obviously bad, it verifies that this is a phishing site. We automatically do something that's really, we know what to do, we automatically do that and makes things easy. It's only the really hard cases where we don't know what to do that we're actually presenting the user with a choice. This is basically skipping the chopsticks phase and going straight to Beethoven. We're asking people to make the hard decisions without ever giving them training and practice on the easy decisions. Thank you. Thank you.